Welcome to the Soul Beauty Chat. I'm your host, Fatima Farmer. The Soul Beauty Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower you through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. In addition to that, I'm a certified meditation and mindfulness teacher, a breathwork facilitator, a brand strategy clarity coach, and consultant. So before we dive into this episode, let's explore a few ways that you can support the show. Number one, subscribe on Anchors, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. The podcast is also available on other major streaming platforms. Number two, rate and review. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead and leave a review, letting others know what you enjoy about this show. Number three, if you're on YouTube, make sure you leave a comment as you listen along. Number four, send me a message. If you're listening via Anchor, you can send me a voice memo asking a question or suggesting an idea for the show. Another way you can reach out to me is via email. And number five, work with me. If you're interested in working with me for a meditation session, a brand collaboration, or any of my other services or offerings, head to my website, FatimaFarmer.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. I am back with another episode. <laughs> so um, I've decided that um, once a month feels pretty good to me. <laughs> I know that um, you all that have been listening to my podcast for a while know that I kind of pop in and out with the show, right? It's something that I do when I feel led to pretty much everything in my life is that way. I try to set up everything in my life in that way. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in this episode. We're going to be talking about why I stopped working hard and what I do instead. So this is very, very, very fitting for today. Um, You may hear in my voice a bit of tiredness, right? Because I am a bit tired. Um, If you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I went to Miami this past week and it was so amazing. But you know how sometimes you go on vacation and it's like you need a vacation from the vacation. Like it just took so much out of you that you actually need another vacation to just rest. Well, I haven't had that time yet because um, as soon as I got back home on Thursday, my day was packed with just things to do. Um, Friday is a little bit lighter, but I still have not had like that full day of relaxation. So your girl is tired is what I'm trying to say. But I want to talk about in this episode why I've decided to um, stop working hard and what I do instead. So what does that mean, right? Because we hear all the time, you work hard. That's how you make things happen. Also, excuse me, I'm sipping on some tea. I also want to highlight um, the tea that I am drinking is from this amazing young woman that has been following me for years, like back in my <laughs> back in my sewing stardom days, if you know, you know. Um, but her name is Kayla, and she is the creator of Sun Tea 7 LLC which is um, herbal teas and they are amazing. So shout out to you for sending me. She literally sent me a blend of all of her teas. I love all of them. I'm not going to lie. Um, Today I am just drinking the um, 
feel, I think it's called feel better tea. Um, but go check out her website, go check out her Instagram, Instagram is sun t seven, the number seven. And the website is sun t seven.com. Um, I'm sorry. The Instagram is sun t seven, the word written out seven is written out. And then the website is sun t seven, the number.com. So check them out. The link will be in the description of this video. Um, but thank you so much for sending me these blends. I absolutely love them. And um, yeah, that's so back to what I was saying. <laughs> so um, I have my tea here. And let's just start with this mindset shift, right? Because we hear all the time, you got to work hard, make it happen. You know, if you work hard, you can achieve anything. That may work for some people. I'm not saying that hard work won't get you places. I made a post about this not too long ago where I talked about um, favor being greater than luck, right? Because I have witnessed in my life multiple times where something will happen to me or um, people will say, oh my gosh, you're so lucky, right? And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I don't think that luck is what people are witnessing when they say that. I, I believe that it is actually favor. And when you think of favor, um, when you think of favor, I'm referring to favor from God, by the way, um, that is something that is surpasses luck. Luck is happenstance. Luck is something that it may or may not happen to you. Favor is something that comes from being in alignment. Favor is something that comes from seeking God. Favor is always going to be greater than luck. So here's the post that I put up on Instagram um, a few weeks ago, and it says, favor is great, favor greater than luck. I'm no longer subscribing to the narrative that some people are just lucky and everyone else has to work really hard to experience happiness and success in life. I am not lucky. I am living in alignment. Every manifestation and blessing is a direct result of favor, alignment, healing, and purpose. Cultivated by prioritizing joy, prioritizing comfort, prioritizing rest, prioritizing my relationship with me, and prioritizing my relationship with God, not luck. Luck happens by chance. Alignment happens by choice. Okay. So I wrote that post on March 19th and yeah, I just, I, I felt the need to, to put that out there because like I said, the things that have been happening to me, for those who don't know, I relocated to Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I think I talked about on that, about it on the show. I'm not really sure, um, but I relocated. And since moving here, like the things that have happened, <laughs> some people might call lucky, right? Some people might consider like the fact that I've been on the news twice since being here. Like I just got here and I've been on the news twice for meditation, right? And on the same day at that, and I've had all these amazing opportunities to work with all these studios and I'm working for myself full time now and raising money for my nonprofit. Like so many amazing things have just taken off since being here in Charlotte, right? I've had some rough moments too. Don't get it twisted. Okay. But, um, yeah. And, and that's led people to make comments about me being lucky. And I'm just like, that's so not what this is. Um, and I also am not someone that believes in you have to work hard to make these happen. Things happen because a lot of the things that have happened to me in the past six months or so have not been a result of me working hard. So that mindset shift for me happened once I started to prioritize all of those things and 
rest being one of them, right? Like as someone that um, is a creative and a creator, I'm sure a lot of you can probably relate to this. Um, sometimes we find our value and our worth and our productivity. And that's something for me that I've been wanting to break as of lately, because I think that is a generational curse. And I think that this mindset of um, you have to work hard and then you get all this validation for working hard and for having all this success. That's something that I just don't believe in. And it, and it honestly doesn't feel good, right? Getting the, maybe getting the praise or the recognition from friends and family and supporters, maybe that feels good, but having to feel burnt out in order to achieve that success doesn't feel good to me. Um, I talk a lot about human design, um, or not a lot, but I've mentioned it a few times on the podcast and I've frequently post stuff about it on my Instagram story. Um, and if you don't know what human design is, it's really interesting to me. It's just like another personality thing, like the Myers-Briggs. Um, and, um, as a projector, right? It's all about waiting for the invitation. It's all about showing up and being the expert. It's all about, um, working less, right? So studying human design has really opened my eyes so much and helped me to realize that this feeling that I've had for a really long time, that when I would be at um, certain jobs that um, require really long hours or certain careers that require sacrificing everything for this particular role, like when I worked in fashion, for example, and feeling that misalignment, feeling like this doesn't feel like me, right? Like I didn't feel like myself when I was working at those jobs. I didn't feel like myself when I was on set for 12 plus hours for two days straight. Like that didn't feel like me. I didn't thrive in those spaces. Um, and some people do, right? Some people really thrive in those spaces. But for me personally, I noticed that I felt tired. I felt disappointed. I felt um, burnt out. I felt frustrated and I didn't feel fulfilled. And so let's talk about what I've started doing instead, right? I said, I don't work hard. Actually, really funny story. One day I was talking to my mom on the phone. Hey mom, if you listen, I don't know if my mom listens to my podcast, um, but I was talking to my mom on the phone and she was telling me like, oh yeah, I was talking to your auntie the other day. She asked me how you were doing. And I told her like, oh, Tima's doing good. She works, she works like 12 different jobs. Right. <laughs> and I was like, um, and I was like, no, she was like, uh, yeah, she's just working hard, but she's doing good though. And I was like, why'd you tell her that? I was like, I'm not working hard. I was like, I do have multiple strings of income, but I am not working hard. I was like, for example, today I taught one meditation class. It was 30 minutes long. Like, that's all I did. And she was like, oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I, um, I don't believe that, you know, we have to work hard to make our, to, to make ends meet, to make, to have a comfortable life. That's something that I'm realizing very similar to if you've read books like the four hour work week or, um, or if you heard the, the phrases work smarter, not harder, um, those are all concepts that I remember when I was working full-time jobs, full-time jobs that make me feel burned out, by the way. I remember reading those books and being one of those people that was like, wow, I can't wait to work for myself. I can't wait to have a lifestyle that feels more aligned to who I am, where I can get up and go for a walk in the morning or go to the park or sit out on my balcony or go skating or go to the beach, right? Like, And then come back and work from a space of um, openness and creativity and, and alignment, right? And and um, now that I have that, I am so, so grateful and so, so blessed that I have that and I'm able to do that. 
but I've realized that um, it's a shift, right? It is a shift generationally because when I shared that with my mom, she was like very shocked that, you know, I am able to make the same amount of money I was able to make working at a full-time job, working for myself, working less hours, right? I have more freedom now. I have more flexibility now, but I'm still able to live the life that I want. And I'm still able to, um, to have more than enough. And I think that again, ties directly into that concept of favor, right? So what I do instead is I prioritize my self-care. I prioritize my relationship with God. I prioritize my relationship with myself. That's my priority. When I wake up in the morning, and I'm slowly getting back into it because like I said, I've been traveling. But when I wake up in the morning, I try to be very intentional about meditating. I try to be very intentional about spending time with God, reading the word, journaling is huge for me, right? Because I have to sit with myself and sit with what is coming up for me, holding space for myself before I go out into the world and hold space for other people, right? So um, those are some shifts that I've made. And I'm pretty sure I recently posted an episode about my current self-care routine. Um, So you can go back and listen to that to get more of the nitty gritty of what I do on a regular basis. But that was a big shift for me, right? Telling when when people say things that don't align with how I choose to live or what I or how I prefer to live, um, correcting them in love because people are speaking over you, you know. And I I don't want to um, have someone speaking over my life things that don't align with it. So you can correct people in love. You can correct family members in love. You can affirm, right? You can affirm what you actually want and what you actually are doing. So, you know, you don't have to live this life of grinding and this life of hustling and and all of these different things. You can choose a life of ease. And that is something that I have been practicing consistently. And will continue to practice is a life of ease and a life of alignment. Because what I'm learning is that when you're in alignment, ease is a byproduct of that. When you're in alignment with God, ease is a byproduct, not hustle, not grind, not striving to make it happen, not doing everything and 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 trying to do it all on your own. No, ease is a byproduct of being in alignment. That's what I have learned if nothing else, (laughs) since moving, especially. Um, So I want to also dive in really quickly into um, something else that I've done. I've been doing this for a while now, but why I do it and how it ties into this topic, which is why I don't follow people on social media, right? I think especially being in a new city, I'm out somewhere, I meet people. One of the first things they say is, oh, what's your Instagram? Let's connect. Let's follow each other. And I've started giving people my number if I really want to connect with them. Um, But a huge part of why I don't follow people on social media is because a lot of social media is promoting this hard work culture, this work hard culture. And also comparison. Comparison is a habit of every content creator, of every person that is on social media. You are subjecting yourself to some form of comparison, right? Even if you do it subconsciously, even if it's not something that you're thinking about when you're doing it, and it doesn't have to be tied to jealousy, right? It can be coming from a place of love, like you really admire something about a person, but it's a byproduct of being on social media. So a big part of why I I 
I think I talked about why I stopped following people a long time ago, like a long time ago in a YouTube video. But the reason why I continue to not follow people is for those two is for those two reasons. Mainly, it helps me to just keep blinders on. It helps me to just stay focused on my path, my lane, my source of alignment. Right. Because I have a lot of people in my life that I'm so grateful for that are doing some amazing things like I'm talking about businesses and awesome careers and traveling and beautiful relationships, all wonderful things. But I don't want to see that every time I open Instagram to go and post something. Right. I don't want to see it. So what I do is, and my friends, I'm so grateful that my friends, my true friends, people that know me and love me, they all respect that and they understand why why I do what I do. And um, what I do is when I want to be exposed to what's happening in my friends and family's lives or people that I'm just interested in, I go to their page, I engage with their content, I send them messages, and then I walk away from it, right? So I have control over the intake. It's not just being spoon-fed to me every single day. I get to choose when I want to see what such and such is up to, right? So that's a big part of that. Um that I really wanted to highlight. And something else I really wanted to kind of dive into is how I'm no longer really transparent online. I don't know if anyone has noticed this, but um, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I used to be extremely transparent on YouTube, extremely transparent on Instagram. Um, but I would say probably over over a year at this point, I've kind of stopped doing that. And a big part of why I've stopped doing that is is really just the shift that I feel in myself, the shift in, in how I work and how I show up where I don't feel like I need to um, be transparent in order to build a community. I feel like um, I've gotten to the point where um, people trust me and I'm grateful for that. Um, and I think my work and my experience speaks for itself. Um, whereas before, I think when I was first kind of starting with self-care, mindfulness, meditation, mental health, um, I was in a space where I didn't have the tools necessarily um, in my personal life, therapy, friendships, um, self-soothing tools to really navigate what I was processing on my own. So I use my social platforms as an outlet for that. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? But I've definitely reached a point in my um journey of healing and, and growth and spirituality where I don't lean on social media in the same way to express what I'm feeling. So I find that now going to post on social media is very big. <laughs> it's very light. It's very like, I don't really have a desire to write long captions. I don't have a desire to share what I'm up to and how I'm feeling. I don't have a desire to share any of that. And it's been that way for a really long time like a really long time. And I think this might be the first time that I'm saying it out loud um, on a on a podcast. But yeah, it's just been a shift and I'm, I'm okay with that. And I hope that you all are still able to enjoy my content, my podcast, my um, photos and all the things that I'm posting um, without that element. It does feel different because I'm so used to being so open, but I'm just in a space where it it doesn't feel good for me to be open in that way anymore. So um, yeah, I just wanted to share again, why I stopped working hard, what I do instead, right? How I use social media to support this um, season in my life and the season of working and how I'm choosing to show up for myself and my career. So 
yeah, thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please feel free to pop over on Instagram and let me know your thoughts about this episode. If you're listening, um, share on your story or send me a DM. I'm always happy to hear your feedback. And I think that's everything. I feel like I wanted to mention some other stuff around meditation classes and different offerings, but no, your girl is just going to rest. I'm just going to rest. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but make sure you, if you don't already, follow me on Instagram because when I do have any updates, I will post them there. Um, I love you all and I thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Before we get any further into this episode, I want to share with you a resource that I've been using called Faithful Counseling. Faithful Counseling is a solution for people seeking traditional mental health counseling who would prefer hearing from the perspective of a Christian. If you are seeking a mental health professional who is a practicing Christian, Faithful Counseling may be a great option for you. I'm going to share a few details about this app in case you're interested in checking it out. One of the best things is that you can start communicating in under 24 hours. This is not a crisis line and is not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online with real therapists. One of the best things also is that there is a broad range of expertise and faithful counseling's counselors network, which may not be locally available in some areas. However, the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. And you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as with traditional therapy. Faithful Counseling is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change your counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available for those who need assistance. Faithful Counseling wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read some of their testimonials that are posted daily, or you can listen to my personal review that I shared a few years ago, I think, maybe like a year or so ago, um, before this collaboration came about, and you can learn about my personal experience. If you're interested in signing up and joining over half a million people who are taking charge of their mental health with the help of a professional, uh, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. Again, if you're interested in taking charge of your mental health, use my link, getfaithful.com slash soulbeauty. By using my link, you will get 10% off your first month of sessions. And again, that's getfaithful.com slash soul beauty. Back to the episode.